0: Welcome to ha- Vikings Happy Hour tonight we got a, a packed show we're gonna talk heartbreaking loss in Baltimore what's going up this weekend in LA we got our guest Ali in the house and we got the, the the lightning round so it's it's gonna be a fun show people be sure to stick around
1: Welcome to Vikings Happy Hour where we mix our favorite beverage and talk of your Minnesota Vikings
0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of Vikings Happy Hour. I'm your host Matt Anderson. Uh, we got my co-host Ryan Ortega here tonight. Producer Dave and a very special guest, a long time coming, Ali. How you doing here tonight, buddy?
2: Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me. You guys always enjoy the show.
0: Absolutely, I appreciate you. I, you know, it's it's fun to have you on because you light up the chat a lot when when you're mm-hmm. when you're watching the show. So now you're here and you get to provide all that content just on the show. So it, I'm, I'm eager to see your participation uh, in this podcast tonight.
2: Yeah. Thanks a lot. Looking forward to it.
0: Yes. Ryan, how are you doing? I saw your tweet go out moments before this, a Japanese whiskey for you tonight, huh?
3: Yeah. You know, I was, uh, <laughs> you're going to make fun of me for this, but um, I was listening to that um, drink champs interview with Kanye and uh, one of his drinks of choice that night was uh, Japanese whiskey. I don't know what kind. And um, I was at Sam's Club just lo- reloading up on some liquor and uh, noticed that they had this uh, gem of uh, you can't really see it because there you go. Uh,
0: oh, Santori yeah.
3: whiskey, Toki. I don't know. Um, I've had it once before and I really enjoyed it. And it just reminded me how much I enjoyed it. So I picked it up and that's what I'm drinking tonight.
0: Well, oh, very cool. Let me know how it tastes.
3: It's delicious. <laughs> you
0: should try oh, it. All right, all right, fair enough. Uh, Dave, how are you this evening? Last time I saw you, uh, the Vikings were heading into to overtime, and then I had to kind of book it, and well, we know what happens then.
1: Yes, we do. And uh, no, actually, I'm doing very good. Um, been running behind today. I completed uh, an art piece. I've been on a quest. Uh Not only do I do football art, I do regular art, mostly abstract. Okay. And I've been trying to uh, uh, mimic or create close to, very close to cubism, a real representation of it, not just uh, throw it in a dream program and have it do it. And I got real close and very Picasso-like, and uh, it turned out great,
3: Ah. so I'm happy.
0: Well, you. I mean, you are the producer of this show, but if you if you didn't know, you are always welcome to share. I know you share a lot of your artwork, but if if you're willing and you want, we can carve out a quick little segment for you each week to show some artwork uh, and and let people see it that are watching the show. Because if you haven't seen Dave's artwork before, football or not, uh, it's it's pretty great stuff. And
1: well, I can uh, show it I, to you. It's real simple.
0: Yeah, Here. bring it up. Let's see it. I'm sorry for people who are listening on the podcast uh, when this goes out. You won't be able to see it. You'll have to go back to YouTube. But, oh, that's cool.
1: But it's it's awesome. It's a portrait done in very much a Cubist style. And uh, I've been trying to nail the format. And it's hard. You can't do it digitally. It's it's more uh, relatable or easier to do via paint or drawing. And you just, I'm doing it trying to emulate it digitally and i'm getting closer and closer
0: so it makes me happy Uh, yeah and 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 for those for those listening or or watching i I feel like i'm not speaking out of turn here by saying that dave's artwork is available for purchase um if you reach out (laughs) to him so i'm i'm going to reach out to him eventually why
1: i wish it was (laughs) would sell for that oh yes i do
0: oh man well like i said in the intro uh before the roll-in we do have a packed show today we got a lot to get through so i'm gonna do my best to keep us on track and finish by that you know nine o'clock time frame lord knows we'll probably push it a little bit but let's try it so we introduced ali we talked about ryan's japanese whiskey so let's just go right back where we don't want to go, but it's revisiting that loss. We're at, a, we're at a weird time in the week on Wednesday nights because we can either choose to ignore what happened the week before and just look forward, or we can talk a lot about what went on the week before and not really look forward. So tonight we get the best of both worlds. Ali, what was your takeaway from, uh, from Sunday's heartbreaking loss? I call it heartbreaking only because I feel like we should have won it again.
2: I, they played better than I expected, I expected them to lose by fourteen points, but I mean it's yeah, but still disappointing loss. I mean, it was a game they should have won. I mean again, we could say that about every unfortunately we can say that about every other game they've lost. They should have won them or at least come very close. It didn't happen unfortunately
0: you know i got a I got a question for you do you are are you a moral victory kind of person? I know there's some people within climbing the pocket that are not. I kind of lean on the side of moral victories uh, a little bit. I, I do think there's some some weight in them. Do you think that the Vikings, you know, can take some pride in the fact that like they haven't really gotten blown out? They've been in every single game this season.
2: I mean, honestly, if this was a was a rebuilding year, I would have. But I mean, unfortunately, before the season started, I I had high hopes for this team. I thought, I mean, I know it's kind of a homer pick, but I had them being twelve and five. I thought perhaps. I thought they had a chance to go deep, you know, it's unfortunately, it's not looking like that, but yeah, if this was a rebuilding year, which I think next year could be, but yeah, if this is a rebuilding year, then yeah, I would have been like, Oh, you know, hey, at least they're not being blown out and we're getting some positives from the rookies, which.
0: Sorry. I was on mute there. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. And, um, uh... I, I will say twelve and five still possible. So don't don't let that dream die quite yet. Everson Griffin said it a couple of weeks ago, you know, if you win ten in a row, you're whatever record he said. But yes, twelve and five is still technically a possibility. Um Ryan, uh, you are not a moral victory guy.
3: Uh Absolutely not. nope.
0: Nope, <laughs> not <laughs> uh and I think that probably I think, I think,
3: I think Jay Z once said moral victories oh, are for boy. minor league coaches. Moral victories are for minor league coaches. Something about Kanye I already told you where we major you cockroaches. Something like that. So so yeah, no, I'm not I'm not a moral victory guy, especially for a team like this. Like like Ali had said, you know, it, it, going back to the Lions game, I had said if I'm the Lions, I'm feeling great about that about that game, even though they lost because they're rebuilding yeah. and they are competing against the Ravens, the Vikings, and, you know, the Niners, I think they were one score from them. Um, but, you know, so you can take those moral victories and something to build upon. We were built to win. We were built to go deep into the playoffs. We were built for a championship and we can't take moral victories from losing when you're built for that. Again, yep. like Ali said, if we were rebuilding – I'm still not a moral victory guy. It's I, it's I guess it's more of like a learning opportunity. Uh, but we've already had too many learning opportunities of having a t- 7, 14, 17-point lead, whatever it is, and, and and crapping the bed in the second half. And that's exactly what happened here. Minus the kickoff return for a touchdown, which is fluky, right? I mean, it's not common that that happens. Um, we, we, we put up seven points in the second half. Uh, outside of that so yeah it's it's sad to see when you have um you know the talent we do on the offense and you know the mixture of play calling the mixture of um aggressiveness from your quarterback um and just execution I mean it's not all the coaching in Kirk's fault I mean we're having drop passes we're having missed assignments missed blocks um you know hitting the wrong hole, you know, there's, you know, I don't know what we're doing playing Alexander Madison. I mean, I know everyone thinks he can be a starter on like 90% of the league. He can't, he, he's fine in a spot start, but I mean, when you're giving him the ball right now, he's doing nothing with it. You're better off trying your luck with Kenny. I can't say his last name. No Is that? Yeah. I think that's right. Right. Something Um, like that. You're better off handing him the ball and just seeing if he can, do something with it with that speed. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm a little frustrated with the, the way that game played out. I, I, I wasn't watching it specifically like all game. I had my son's birthday party. It was on Sunday. So I'm kind of navigating watching these kids do this bubble soccer thing um, and, and watching the game on my phone. And I, so I rewatched the game today um, and it was even more disappointing today than it was listening to and watching it live. Uh, because you can just see all of these mistakes happen that were so avoidable or all of, you know, it, it's just frustrating. I'm frustrated. I
0: want to want call out a comment in the chat here, but also highlight some people that that joined us this evening. Uh, Mary, Wayne Wynn, Anthony, uh, somebody's just named How Dare You, Joseph's here. And then our buddy Miles uh, put in a, a comment there um at some point you actually have to beat good teams rather than continue to say you're just glad that you were close which which i i definitely agree with that statement um yeah i i don't know i i just feel like they can hang their hat on this last game and and i know i'm but I'm why a minority because well because i think it was a game that a lot of people thought that we were going to go in and get killed I, I really think they were, I think nobody granted. We didn't really keep Lamar in check. Like the dude went off against us, but uh, it, it is, it's, it's frustrating because they are going to keep going back in the press conferences and saying, Oh, the, the mistakes are fixable, but they do mm-hmm. seem fixable. I do agree with your point though, with Alexander Madison. I think they missed their chance. Honestly, I think they should have traded him to Tennessee when Henry went down. Um, and then just rolled with, with Dalvin and, and Kenne. But um, I wanted to pose a question to both of you uh, because I know when the game was actually happening, there was a chat going on with him climbing the pocket of, we score that last touchdown. Do you go for two? So, Ali, I haven't heard from you a little bit here, so I'm going to toss it to you first. If you're Mike Zimmer on Sunday, you score that, go, or that, that touchdown to potentially tie the game up, do you just go for two to try and win it all, and just not even have to worry about the offense?
2: I personally would have. I mean, and I mean, I expected them to um, kick the game-winning field goal, anyways. I know that didn't happen. It happened in overtime. But yeah, personally, given how the season's already gone, I mean, they were three and four. So I kind of felt like you know, let's just let's just go for it. And um, honestly, it made me think about um, Mike Mike Tice's first year. They were. Six and ten at the time they were three and ten. they went into new orleans they it was they won thirty two to thirty one on the two point conversion. Dante fumbled and ran it into the end zone for the two pointer so I was like oh maybe we should try that again. maybe this could also be a thirty two thirty one win <laughs>
0: <laughs> miles that miles that's a good question i i don't know when they're actually going to fix the mistakes. It sounds very much uh Like Christian Ponder and and Leslie Frazier, uh, back in the day, we just, we hear that sentence, but we don't actually see it. So, um, Ryan, how about you on the two point conversion? Would you have gone for it?
3: Um, probably I, again, it's easy for us to sit here in the, from the ivory tower and say, Oh yeah, go for it, especially in hindsight. But, um, I think looking back on the game, I when it was happening live, I think I said I wanted to go for it. Main reason is because I just didn't think we could stop Lamar. Um, he had been, uh, he had been just running, you know, running all over the field against us in the second half, and I knew that if we could somehow hold them to overtime anyway, that you know our offense hasn't done anything really at all all game. What's to give us confidence that they're going to be able to get back down there and make a, and score again? Um, or if we got put on defense, what's going to get us to stop Lamar? Um, so I probably would have gone for it and just hoped for the best in terms of giving them just a minute to beat us instead of an additional ten. Um, however, you know I, I'm not going to sit here and fault Zimmer uh, on that one. I mean, you you played, you know, get get an opportunity for overtime and hopefully you win that coin toss um, and 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 you can go down and score. So, but. You know, I I personally just the way the game was going, I probably would have uh, I probably would have uh, gone for it.
0: You kind of and Madden, I definitely to... would have. <laughs> I think everybody would have been Madden, and if you don't get it, you just quit and restart. <laughs> uh, I, it, you you kind of led me to a different question I had uh, for both of you, and, and what do you think is the bigger issue at the moment? Is it the offense or the defense? Because one of my biggest gripes about this this team is that. They never play consistent. Like no squad or no side of the ball is firing at the same time. It's always like defense doing great, offense sputtering out. Offense doing great, defense lets them drive down the field in three, like two, three minutes, whatever. So it's it just doesn't always connect. So Ali, what do you, what do you think? Do you think that the issue is more with the offensive side of the ball through? You know, however many games we are, I, I forget. I think this is week nine coming up. Uh, mm. Or is it uh, defense?
2: Well, like you said, it changes every week. But um, for the most part, I mean, although I expected the defense to be better, um, I'd say the offense has been a bigger issue. They have just – Kubiak has not been a very good play caller. They've been too conservative. And then you look at both the Dallas and Cleveland game, yeah. First drive, they looked great. After that, they just completely fell asleep. Now, they both deserve blame, but yeah, i say the offense deserves slightly more for how the season's gone between the
0: two. Is that that more an indictment on, like, Clint Kubiak, or do you think it's, it's the players as well?
2: I mean, it's a lot of things, and I mean, this season, although I've always been a Zimmer guy, I mean, I think this year overall is more so on him, but if you're talking about the offense, yeah... Kubiak, I'd say it's more so the players. I mean, this team has a talent. I mean, like I said, I mean the offensive line's been playing better than we expected. And like I said before the show, they've allowed only ten sacks this year, which is a league low. I mean, I was surprised to see that stat. And then, but yeah, just in the end, Kubiak he hasn't he hasn't been very creative. He hasn't been very aggressive. I mean, yeah, again, the first drives he usually does look pretty aggressive. After that, he just kind of seems to take his foot off the pedal and just becomes more conservative. Yeah, I mean, and this offense, I mean, with the talent they have, they, they should be even better. They should be scoring more points. And I think, yeah, a lot of it is on the plate calling.
0: Um, before I ask you that same question, Ryan, uh, Mary put in the comments, why can't we put away these close games? And that got me thinking, do you yeah. remember back when when Donovan McNabb was our quarterback? I think, I think Leslie Frazier was still here at that time. And there were yeah. like, I think we opened up that season, and we led by like more than two scores in at least like three or four of those games. I can't remember, and every single game, I think we ended up losing, or we just allowed the opposing team to come back. This feels very, very similar in that sense, um, and mm-hmm. I actually could probably lead to the the same result, which is somebody looking for a different job at the end of the season, but. I, I do want I do want to hear your opinion. If you believe the the offense or the defense is the bigger issue,
3: yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of a lot of people, especially early on in the <clears throat> early on in the season, like to blame the defense because our offense put up thirty one points at the end of the game, or they put up twenty eight points, and um, and and the defense let up more than that, right? Um, the issue is is that what's leading our defense to not playing well. I'm not saying it's just the offense's fault, but when your offense when when your defense sustains a long drive, let's say they, uh, the the other opposing team has a I don't know let's say a twelve twelve play drive that led to a field goal, which is a huge win for a defense, honestly right like if you're on the field for that long and you held them to a field goal, that's good uh and then so they're a beat and then that offense goes on three and goes in three and out in less than you know a minute of game time play. That that's an issue like that that's that's the problem right and i feel like more often than not that's what's happening this year is that you know as you both alluded to our first drive of the game is always fantastic um we we have a well scripted manicured you know set list so to speak where we uh, we run down the field and we score um and and it's an amazing thing to see you get all excited um, and then you get a three and out and then, you know, maybe, maybe you get it one first down and then you punt in again. And next thing you know, you're, you're punting more than you're, you're moving the ball and you punt it as many times as you have first downs. And that that's the issue, right? Like, yes, the defense can only do so much when they're on the field you know, two thirds of the game because you can't control the clock at all. And that's supposed to be Zimmer's MO. That's what he wants from his offense. Yet we can't execute that, whether that is the play calling, whether that's Kirk. Um, and again, like I said, it's not just those two. There's mental mistakes happening all over the field with a plethora of different players. So um, I, I, I would say it's the offense's fault more more so than the defense, which is sad, as Ollie had mentioned, because our offense is the more talented side of the ball. We have more talent on that side. We have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, uh, a revitalized offensive line who's playing relatively well, a top three, four t- uh, paid quarterback in the league, um, and and we, we, yet we can't sustain any sort of offense. So uh, that's I would say that's the bigger issue in my opinion. And that's why, Mary, that's why we're not closing out games because we're not being aggressive enough. We're not being able to make um, – sustain these tries to give our defense a break we're not able to put these teams away because we're going three and out instead of being aggressive down the field like i mean look at what happened we aggressive one time in the game justin jefferson scores a touchdown then what happened after that i I, again i don't know i i wasn't watching it very closely i rewatched it today uh while
2: working but we just weren't doing it It, it's frustrating yeah and also on the first play of the game they had him they handed the ball off to him he ran those 11 12 yards First play of the
0: game. Yeah, that, that first drive is, is usually never an issue. Um, any other takeaways from, from you two uh, in in the game from the Ravens this past week, or, or should we move ahead here?
2: Yeah. Well, I was just going to say one thing. Yeah, so as far as you know, for that game specifically, I'd say the defense deserved more blame. I mean, granted, there were minus four starters, which is huge, but I mean, and I know Lamar Jackson's a stud, especially. In the run game, but I mean, still they gave up 34 points, and was it 500 yards they gave up? And it was, yeah. and Not counting, not counting that awful horse collar penalty, they allowed the three four town conversions. Two came on this on the same possession. Sure, but but also, I
3: mean, you held ha- you held them to what 10 points at half, and 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 then they score, you know, end up scoring 34. But why is that? Hmm. Because we constantly stalled on offense, did literally nothing in the second half on offense except for that final drive to tie the game. That's the only time we had sustainable offense in the second half. If you if you can sustain, let's I don't know how many drives we ended up having. I think it was like five in the second half. If you could sustain two of those or three of those, yeah. you likely win that game. But we couldn't do that. And so again, this is where I come back to, yes, the defense did give up a lot of yards, they did give up a lot of points, they did go against a former mVP probably top five top four quarterback in the league, but yeah, and, and I, you oh, held sorry, them you' you on defense you held them down in the first half, you gave that offense an opportunity to gain the lead, which they did and then and 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 then the offense i mean again, the defense let it go away, I guess technically. But the offense did zero to help them, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, and I was going to say too. Yeah, I, I do agree. Yeah, the offense didn't do enough either, and especially the end of the first half when Bynum had the interception. I mean, they had a, offense had a short field to work with, and they still couldn't get into the end zone. That that also really cost them too later. I think I that think was a turning point of in
0: the game. I I think that, and then combined with the fact that. I mean, whether you agree with it or not, the pass interference at the end that kind of gave that the Ravens the ball way down at the end to score mm-hmm. right before half to make it that to 10 points. Um, but that, I mean, this is a completely different subject kind of about the defense, but still, I think we've seen it in almost every game this season. At the end of the half, they always allow the opposing team to cruise down and put some points on the board, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal, we've seen it in almost every game. And when it's that consistent, it's a trend, and that's not a trend I like to see. Um, so, I, I think that if, if we can score a touchdown off that that Bynum interception, um, and even, I mean, even when you look at overtime. The bar interception—that's that's a big one as well. That that was a huge missed opportunity, maybe even bigger than the Bynum one, because um, it's thirty yards and, and you're kicking a field goal to win. You're on mute, Ryan.
3: Exactly. You only needed thirty yards, and you couldn't get that off of that great that great play. It's just frustrating. But I will say real quick before we leave away uh, go away from this uh, part of the conversation, let's give um, some kudos some all year they've been playing well and then you go get a kickoff return for a touchdown you go convert a fake punt for a first down like those are good things to see from your uh, from your special teams which for years have been just the, the, the like the, the third leg that's limp for us right like it's it's of the, of the three key parts of the team that's always our worst part like by far. And so it's good to see that coming alive a little bit. Um, so, you know, congrats to Kenny. Cause I think he did most of that work and uh, Jordan Berry has been playing well for the most part this year. And Greg Joseph's been a solid kicker for us all year. I mean, I, I think special teams is probably the best part of our team right now, unfortunately. <laughs> and so.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Let's, let's get, let's forget about last week. Um, we let a lo- another one slip away, and, and we're running out of opportunities to let games slip away. Um, I think I think this weekend in LA is a is a winnable game for the Vikings um, versus the Chargers. I th- I do think they're good, right? I think uh, that that it it could have potential to be a close game. Um, but but the Viking fans travel well, and I think that what's up, Dave? <laughs> Uh, the Viking fans travel well.
1: We lost and Ali.
0: I believe. Oh, did we? Here Shoot. he comes. Well, hopefully, get see, get back in here. Um, so so let's talk about that quick, Ryan. Uh, the Chargers' offense—it's kind of loaded when when you think about the talent that they have, and then as well as you know people across the offensive side. Um, of the board. I'm just pulling it up here to get a, a clearer look, but they took Rashawn Slater this year. They got Corey Lindsley, Lindsley, sorry, from the Packers. Um, we all know about Justin Herbert, especially Justin Jefferson. He knows about him. Uh, Keenan Allen, that's our boy, Miles, this guy. Uh, Mike Williams has done great. Austin Eckler is going to be a threat for us to try and figure out how to cover. Um, so a very loaded Chargers offense how do we stop it Ryan?
3: Um I I think really you know starting with the quarterback here Justin Herbert he's very good uh very high I think he has got a lot of potential he's going to be a very good quarterback in this league for a long time. However, he is still young, he still does get confused by coverages and he's making mistakes this year. Um and I think you can exploit that. Uh you look at I think I think it was a Patriots game this year. They um, they completely shut him out, right? Like they they really stifled um, Justin Herbert, and so I, I think you can do that. And how you do that is by again disguising your coverages. We don't do that enough. Um, I think Miles. It was you, me, and Miles were talking the other day, and we are like one of the least the teams that least disguise their coverage pre snap. So, we need to get better at that, um, especially for this game, because I think you can convince this quarterback. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a ton of um, firepower on the defensive line to create that pressure, yeah. especially against, you know, our best is going to go against uh, Rashawn Slater, who's proven to be a very good left tackle in this league so far. Um, but, you know, it was encouraging to see some, some fight out of um, um, Kenny, Kenny Willikas. Um yeah. and and then again you have that internal pressure. I think their their most vulnerable spots are their guards, kind of similar to us. Um, so I think you can create some internal pressure there uh, with our defensive tackles and maybe moving some of our you know guys inside like Everson and putting Wanam on the outside where he sits. Um, so I think you can definitely create pressure that way um however what's going to be very difficult is if we can't get some sort of pressure i have a hard time thinking our corners are going to be able to keep up with um with these receivers um keenan allen's likely if he's not the best he's easily top three top four route runner in the league um yep. and, and and that's very difficult to guard i don't care which corner it is uh that's very difficult to guard when somebody's that good um at route running um and then uh, big mike deep threat Big guy, not a ton of speed, but enough to get down the field and win a jump ball. Um, and and so when you have that and then you have Eckler coming out of the backfield, we're really going to need a big game out of uh, Kendricks. I feel like he's playing well this year, but he's not making the wow plays we're used to seeing him make, except for the one interception he had this year. He, I'm we're not used sure to seeing him... saw
0: – did you see the clip uh, of this past mm-hmm. week where he was like – an inch away from like blocking that pass away from Duvernay in the end zone for that touchdown.
2: Right. But it's that Lamar. I, factor, I saw that right? like,
0: L- Lamar froze him just, just a hair just, just enough. But I think most, most games, I think Kendrick's probably makes that play.
3: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and, but that's the thing is like, we're used to seeing him make that play and it's not happening as much this year. And again, this isn't not I'm, uh, this isn't me bashing him he's uh, He's playing very well this year still. It's just that we're used to seeing that extra play here and there that do end up becoming the factor to us winning or losing, right? Dallas game last yeah. year two years ago right is a good example. Um, and we're just not seeing that this year, so it's going to be important for him to kind of play up to that level that we expect um, to kind of limit Eckler as well.
0: Yeah. Ali, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned before, before the roll-in today, you had some stats that you were looking at. You got any to share going into this game? Anything that we should know about?
2: Okay, so yeah, the Chargers have allowed 14 sacks. That's tied for 7th best in the league. Their offense okay. is 5th is in passing yards per game. Their defense has allowed 25 points a game. Vikings have allowed 23.9 a game.
0: Okay, okay. So... So when you, I know Ryan, you you're, you had some internet issues and now you're back, but Ryan kind of talked about the, the Chargers offense and how we can kind of stop them. Do you have any any thoughts on, on the Vikings stopping the Chargers offense? Or, or if you want, you can talk about the other side of the ball and, and flip it to the Vikings offense, hopefully exploiting the Chargers defense a little bit.
2: I mean, the biggest key is going to be getting to Herbert. I know without Hunter, that's going to be very difficult. And then um, like Ryan just mentioned, two Rashawn Slater's playing pretty well. So, I mean, it's going to, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to get in his face. But, I mean, um, it's going to be tough. I mean, I honestly, I expect the Chargers to score about 35 points, I mean, uh, unfortunately. So, I mean, um, but, yeah, I mean, if they want to have a chance, they got to get to Herbert as much as they can.
0: Yeah. Um, One thing that I know for sure that I'm looking forward to this weekend is is the matchup between Joey Bosa and uh, Brian O'Neal on the right side. I think that O'Neal has... I mean, obviously we know he's he's a great right tackle, right? He's proven that. He got paid for it, whatever. But, but these are the games where you really need somebody to step out and take out the opposing uh, team's kind of star player on defense. I feel like we saw it happen a little bit last week... Um, I think Calais Campbell lined up against O'Neal last week, if if I'm not mistaken. Um, I feel like he did a pretty good job when we played against Cleveland as well. So here's another matchup this week that I'm kind of looking forward to. Ryan, are there any matchups you're looking forward to this weekend?
3: Yeah, um, I think it should be interesting to watch again um, our – Offensive line against this defensive line, as you had just mentioned. Um, And I I like their secondary. I mean, it's not great in terms of their corners. I think they've been playing Asante Samuel Jr., who is a rookie, but he's playing pretty well this year. Um, And and I think they have uh, Michael Davis and um, uh, Chris Harris back there. And, uh, again, I'm not quite sure if all these guys are healthy and whatnot. But um, So they have a pretty good secondary, and this is not including their stellar safety play. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how our three receivers can match up against that. And if, again, cause the only way we're going to be able to win this game is if we're taking chances and throwing the ball downfield. And unlike last week, this week's going to even be harder to do that because of the fact that they do have a stronger secondary. Um, and again, I don't know stats. I don't know if they're, um, if they're throwing the ball or if they're uh, pass defending better than the Ravens are I think the Ravens are pretty bottom of the barrel in terms of that this year but yeah so um, you just, know.
0: just to let you know quick the the Chargers are 29th overall in run defense and this is just PFF this is an actual like yards or anything like that and then um, as far as coverage goes they are the 12th best team so maybe yeah, not for figured. Zimmer's Game plan to, to kind of come to fruition, pound the rock a little bit.
3: Absolutely, and, and I think you can do that. Uh, they're, they're without their best linebacker, Kenneth Murray uh, Jr. He's out on injury reserve right now, Oklahoma guy. Um, and so, you know, you, you, you're missing your best linebacker, uh, but they still got Limbaugh Joseph up the middle. Uh, Jerry Tillery, I think, is kind of underwhelmed uh, from the defensive. I think technically he plays D-end in that system. Uh, Justin Jones out of NC state uh, you know, they got some good guys there, but again, it's, it's one of those things where I think that if you can uh, especially get these guys in more of the outside zone run uh, that we typically like to do, uh, I think there's going to be some opportunities there, especially running away from Joey Bosa.
0: Yeah. Uh, Ali, what, what would be your keys to victory? What would be, um, the thing that the Vikings have to do this weekend in order to secure a win and right the ship as we come. Is he gone? Did we lose Ali? Dave's muted as well. So, Ryan, we'll shift the convo to you when he comes back. We lost him again.
1: I'm muted because I muted it.
0: We'll give him the question when he gets back here. But, Ryan, what are your keys to victory this weekend?
1: And
3: Ryan's muted. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, we are at
3: gosh
1: i'm i'm, a, central. I'm a,
3: yeah i'm sorry i try i try to mute when i'm drinking so you guys don't have to hear me gulp um but anyway yeah. yeah so i think uh you know running the rock effectively um to create an open and, and and then utilizing that to uh, open up opportunities in the play action game again you don't have to run effectively for play action to work um, but it does, uh, you know, the better you are running, I think it does stall them even just, you know, if it's a quarter of a second without running effectively, it's a half second if you are running effectively. So, and that's all you really need in this game, especially with the route runners we have on our squad. So, um, I, I think that if you can, uh, effectively do that, you're going to be able to hold serve with their <laughs> offense. And then at that point, it's really just, uh, <laughs> muting the parts, um, uh, and then it's just at that point, it's just uh, making sure that you come up with one defensive stop. Like, hold, serve with them, create the one defensive stop. I don't think this is going to be a blowout game either way. Um, I think both uh, both teams have um, issues, but I think their issues are less clearing than ours right now. And, and what it's really going to come down to, on in your, to answer your question, it's going to be coaching. And I tr- unfortunately, I trust their first-year head coach over our six-, seven-year head coach right now.
0: Um, I have to give, I I love our, our, our people in the, in the comments. I, I I was listening to most of what you said, but then G Mac came in the comments (laughs) and said muting the farts. I know earlier in the show, uh, there was a comment where he talked about, uh, is Ali sitting on the toilet now? That's funny. That's, you know what, when you can throw me off like that and make me just want to just laugh. (laughs) <laughs> While we're trying to talk Vikings, that's what I like to see.
1: And Ollie's phone died. He's going to try an attempt to get back on via his computer, which we had issues prior to the show with. So you may, okay, well may end I'm up just with gonna me. Put for the you rest on the, the
0: spot, show. yeah.
1: And G Mac, so Dave. Then I wish I made the money that dude made with those books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Somebody asked Dave if, if they ever told him if that he looked like the guy that wrote the Game of Thrones books. So if you haven't seen the live show, if you're just listening, uh, hop on YouTube and, and check out Dave because he does kind of look like him. Uh, which, by the way, write the last book. God damn it. Um, Dave, what are your keys to victory this weekend for the Vikings? Can't be the same as Ryan's either. I'm going to steal that. First away. off,
1: not to have 29 people added to the COVID reserve list.
0: Yeah, we did not talk about that.
1: Nope. There are 29 players plus the coaches, including Mike Zimmer, that were in close contact with Dakota Dozier and are have gone into a daily testing protocol. Of course, that started today. We don't know the results till tomorrow. And if anything pops up between now and Sunday... It very well could be that we have a lot more people on, put on the COVID list than we are expecting. Now, from what I gather, we're talking Dakota Dozier went to the ER last night because he's having a severe time breathing. He is fully vaccinated. With COVID, they have him stable. He's still in the hospital as of tonight. Just saw that reported on Twitter. We all send our uh, hopes and prayers that he gets healthy quickly. But uh, that's the first key: is to be as healthy as possible going in there.
0: And correct me if I'm wrong, but most of the unvaccinated players likely shouldn't be close contacts, right? Like when we think about like Kirk and Cook and.
1: Well, it depends if they're working in the same room or not.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. If it's outside, they should be practicing outside. It's been a beautiful week here. That's well, far, except for Ali today again. in Minnesota. Um, Ali, we got you back.
1: Yeah, I'm still showing muted on my end. I got
0: him. you muted, so hopefully we can get that fixed there. Ryan, do you know if uh, if if that's kind of a rule, like with the with the unvaccinated players? Do they? Do they have to stay – they have to stay separated, don't they? I don't know all the protocols, but –
3: No, not necessarily, but, uh, again, if you're unvaccinated, you should be um, trying to social distance as much as possible. Um, But technically, no, they're not separated from um, the vaccinated players in in the – Uh, In the, or I I should say um, during practice and things like that, which is where they're likely (laughs) going to be close contact, most likely. Um, But yeah, I think there's technically supposed to be working out in a different part of the facilities. Um, And yeah, like I said, there's supposed to be social distancing during meetings. Um, So, but outside of that, I'm not 100% sure.
0: Ali, did we get your mic fixed? I cannot hear you. He's
1: still muted at this end. All I can suggest, Ali, is uh, make sure your browser is authorized for your mic, and if that doesn't work, switch browsers. Use a Chromium browser. Generally, Safari would work, but if you use something like Chrome or uh, Brave or something like that, they work too.
0: Or if you just want to unplug your uh, your headset, we can roll that way as well. We are we are getting near the end of the show. I kind of want to just prolong it a little bit here, um, so so Ali can participate in lightning round. Uh, So let's kind of talk about what's kind of going on with the Vikings uh, this week. Um, Yeah, you know, we heard about the the COVID stuff earlier this week. Um, We obviously don't know a lot of the stuff surrounding Dalvin Cook. Um. Did I say yesterday?
1: No, I said yesterday. Is when the oh okay information about Dakota Dozier came out late last night. Yeah, it was this, morning, this morning actually.
0: I think yeah. so. Um, we got the Dalvin Cook uh, stuff that came out yesterday, and and we we, we kind of got to wait for all the the details to come out before um, we make an opinion on that. But you know, the yeah. accusations are 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 pretty graphic, and um, on you know, sides. it's just for. A, yeah, for yeah. on both sides, and for a team that's three and five, and uh, you know, I obviously personal life obviously takes precedent over over everything, and I hope everything kind of works out. But um, it's just in another unneeded distraction in an already tumultuous season. Um, we started yeah. off rocky. Some some losses uh, that should have been wins kind of rolled it a little further, um, and I feel like. <laughs> I don't want to look too far across to to the Packers, but I feel like every time they give us something to take advantage of, we then go ahead and just one-up them. Um, and so <laughs> it, it's just it's – it's been really difficult to – oh, gosh, G-Mac. I, I hope they don't <laughs> go rolling out there with shirts like, like that, but who knows. Uh, Ryan, you were going to say something before I cut you off there.
3: No, I uh, just – Going into the Dalvin thing, I mean, it's a very unfortunate situation for uh, all parties involved. I don't think that, um, you know, obviously we, we don't have enough information to formulate an opinion. I see people in the chat are saying it sounds like he's in the right. I know there's people out there that, you know, think he would be in the wrong no matter what the situation is. Um, for me, I just look at it like this. Obviously, there you know, you have relationships and, and you care about people in your life and just know that like there's resources out there for people who are going through a situation where there's domestic violence or there's um, emotional distress or um, whatnot and, and and try to utilize those resources the best you can. uh, So you're not put in this situation. Um, Hopefully none of you listening to this show are um, in a situation like that or, um, or know anyone in a situation like that. Um, Obviously it's gotta be a very difficult time to be in, but um, hopefully those resources are available for everyone and hopefully they are utilized because we don't want to see, regardless of the situation, I don't really care. I mean, I do as a fan, but um, I, I don't really care because it, at, at the end of the day, this all probably could have been avoided through those resources if they're utilized properly. And, um, <clears throat> and you'd just hate for anyone to be put in that situation, whether he's in the right, he's in the wrong, she's in the right, in the wrong. It doesn't matter. Either way, it got to a point where it's too far Um, and hopefully uh, people understand that there's um, alternatives, uh, other ways to, uh, uh, to go in that situation. So.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's a good way Yeah, I just got back on
2: and yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say too much, but yeah, it's just very, this whole situation is just very unfortunate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were just kind of talking about how we don't need any other distractions as we try and and move forward. But I think Ryan, you, you did a good job summing it up there and, there are resources out there and, you know, for whatever situation you're in, whether it's, uh, you know, some relationship issues, if it's, if it's mental health, um, anything, you know, there are resources out there and, um, make sure you're taking care of yourself. So, uh, on a brighter note, we wanted to wait for you here, Ali. Um, we do a thing on this show. You, you've, you've probably seen it. Uh, it's lightning round and we just fire off some, some quick questions. You guys respond, um, and then this will just kind of take us to, to predictions and close out the show. So um, Dave, if you're here, you can hop in too. You can, you can come into some of this if you'd like. Uh, we have a new thing this week. I know Ryan's bobbing back and forth. We have a new segment in this. Um, so I want to give a shout out to to Wayne Wynn. He, he mentioned it in the chat last week, and I'm implementing it now. It's the write that down section. So I'm going to start with that. So Ali, this is a firm statement, a firm prediction for Sunday, that you're willing to write it down, publish it, whatever. What is it? What's happening on Sunday for you to write it down?
2: Uh, I'd say, I'm um, gonna say, Chargers win thirty-five to twenty-seven. I hope I'm wrong, but that's oh, my man. prediction.
0: Oh, that's your write that down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. He already gave us this prediction. Um, sweet. All right, Ryan, what is your write that down thing for Sunday?
3: Uh Vikings blow another
0: lead. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so you say that blow doesn't mean we
3: lose. Lead. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean we lose. Okay. That doesn't mean we win. But we're gonna have a lead. We're gonna blow. I it. was hoping. And, I was hoping for that and
0: clarification
3: we'll, and we'll see what happens but by right. blow, another lead will happen
0: Mateo in the chat is saying uh, Justin Jefferson gets five targets again while CJ Hamm gets <laughs> more that's his write that down uh, Dave hey, the do way you have CJ a write that, that down
3: pass, though, the way CJ caught that pass though that clutch that's pass true. by
0: way.
3: Uh, You know, maybe he needs to get the targets I don't know <laughs>
0: Dave's a dog now. His dog Merlin's going off. <laughs> we're going to skip think Dave then. I a touchdown. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Dave, you can do yours later. We're, we're going to go to over and under. Uh, I'll start with you, Ali. This is kind of joking. We we have to joke at this point uh, through through however many games this season. Um, over or under the offensive drives that end up stalling <laughs> out? I have it at four and a half. I'm gonna say five. All right, he's <laughs> taking the over five. Offensive drive. You know when what? When you I think, say
3: stall, is that like a three and out, or is that just mean no points?
0: I mean, I was gonna say three and out, but I think no points is is fair. I think they they deserve the no points at this point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> write this down. Kirk will have a butt fumble. Uh, on Sunday, says Wayne. Win a <laughs> uh, little bit more hey, Wayne's of a coming in clutch year. I know we're gonna have to have him on the show. Uh, Ryan, over or under the Vikings get two and a half sacks. Ali mentioned it already today. Uh, the Chargers don't give up many sacks.
3: Yeah, I think uh, I think he said they've given up fourteen or fifteen this year. Um, two? Did you say two and a half? Yeah. Uh, gosh, that's a good number. Um, I say we do. I say we get three. I, I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna be optimistic. Hey, optimistic grinds back. Let's go. Oh
0: my <laughs> gosh, who is this man? Um, all right, let's let's move along to buy sell here. I didn't have a third one for you, an over under, Dave, but I'll let you start off the buy sell section. Um, are you buying or selling Mason Cole at at center? Selling. Oh, nope. he did
1: score better than. Bradbury, um, but they did help him quite a bit, and uh, versus where Bradbury didn't, maybe Bradbury would have seen the coverage in overtime and adjusted it since Kirk did not and shifted it. I, I'm selling coal.
0: All right, selling Mason Cole. That's um, a take for you, Ali. Yeah. Ali, are you buying or selling the Vikings defensive line without Hunter? They they generated a lot of pressure last week um, and even got did we lose him yes, when I was asking him it. the question? But I do oh, like my Joseph
1: Shays, Lindball is licking his lips for Bradbury. I guarantee that's the case. You are correct, oh, Joseph.
0: Yeah. Um, revenge game week after week. It will well, then Dave, I'll just
1: g- Definitely happen that
0: way. I'll g- I'll give you another one here. Uh, okay. are you buying or selling the Vikings defensive line without Daniil Hunter?
1: Selling or buying or selling them for what <laughs> is my well, question. Uh, yeah, um, that, that's they'll, they'll yeah. do okay. They won't do as well, obviously as with the but they'll do okay. Uh, Ryan said over two and a half sacks. I agree with that. I think they're going to do over. They will be doing better. They are improving as a unit, even the backups, uh, even yeah. on them, uh, Armand Watts, etc. They're all getting better, and I do like the direction they are going.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm buying that offensive um, line. I left this one purposely for for Ryan um, because I, I think I already know his answer. But, Ryan, are you buying or selling at the fact that the Vikings are actually still in the playoff hunt? Because, I mean, technically yeah, I, they are. I said I'd be I, being I, I optimistic. I want to know.
3: I thought okay. I was being optimistic, and then you go throw me a question like this. Come on now. Um, well, no, they're not. for the rubber meet the road, be, man. Yeah, I can't be optimistic with this one, unfortunately. Uh, fellow Vikings fans, um, Chargers are a good team. You know, I, it's a toss-up game for me here. Packers, I would hate to ever say we're going to lose to them, but as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, I think they have a very good chance of beating us both games uh, that already puts you at seven losses, wait eight losses. If we lose just those three games and that doesn't account for the Rams um, Steelers aren't great, but they have a pretty good defense. Um, we, I mean, we got it. We got a, a for sure win probably Uh-oh. against the lions and that's I, about it. I, like I, I don't, I don't see any for sure wins on this, on the rest of the schedule outside the lions everything else I is am a already
0: board. calling a victory versus the Steelers already calling it do you remember back when we'd go to to face Eli when he was kind of ending his career and we would just have an interception fest that is going to happen here i'm i'm calling it right now that's going to happen here on Thursday night football when the Steelers come to town ben i, mean, I hope you're right i just i'm just washed.
3: i watched i watched them you know they're winning games that's the thing they're winning games they beat the browns they beat and granted baker at the time had like i think he was playing with his shoulder hanging on by a thread but he still played they lost or the sealers won fifteen ten. 10 uh they squeaked one out this last yeah. week i forget who they just played but uh they squeaked one out this last week they got a good run game they got some good receivers um and a strong defense so I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's a loss for sure. But again, it's not a for sure win. There's only one for sure win. And that's the lions right now that I can think of. Um, Maybe. And that's tough. It's it's tough to me. Yeah. And, and that wasn't even a for sure win when we played them, we had to get a last second field goal. So, um, so again, I hope I'm wrong, but at, at, at this point, you know, you have the Rams, you have the Packers yeah. twice, you have the bears who are playing relatively well. And Justin Fields is getting better. I mean, it's a tough road ahead. So I, I, I'm going I'm to be out on that for now. I think that there's other teams that have easier ways to get to the that seventh seed than we do. I think the Falcons have a better opportunity than we do. The Bears' schedule is actually easier than ours is to get there. So we'll see.
0: But Dave, I did, mm. <laughs> um do you have a write-that-down prediction for Sunday?
1: As to who's going to win?
0: No, or, no, no! Just like or just uh, just uh, to I, write that
1: down. Somebody at the stadium will complain how narrow the seats are. <laughs> well, I can do that
0: for you. I'll uh, that's be there.
1: when when they built that stadium. A uh, long time ago, I studied to be an architect. When they built that stadium, I looked at it and saw the seats going. It's a beautiful building, and the engineering behind it looks fabulous. But I saw them put in the seats and went. Those look awful narrow and cramped. And sure enough, they're narrow and cramped. And then I complained of why did they pick the color they did for those seats? I think they're black, (laughs) right? Or pretty close to it. And I think they were thinking that they probably put in the order for the seats when they thought Oakland was going to move down there, rather than making them blue, which matches both
3: teams that play in there. I thought it was stupid. But anyways.
0: Awful. I will let you
3: know. Architecture Dave, art artist Dave. I mean, we're getting all sorts of Dave today. I love
1: it. Oh, you have I, I'm a renaissance man. I like doing a lot of things.
0: I'm a man of go. many talents. Um well Ali isn't back. No, nah, he's he's done.
1: Here. His his phone is dead. Dead dead.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you know, I guess I guess that's what what it's going to be then. So we'll just we'll just Roll the predictions here and close it out. We did already get Ali's prediction. Yes, we did, um, which is wonderful. So we can we can mark that one down. Uh, Ryan, why don't you go first this week? Yeah, what since do you he's think? leading everybody. Yeah. What, what yeah. Are what's the, what's the
3: scores? Ryan,
1: you are, if I remember correctly, six and two. Six and four. I'm four and four, and Matt's pulling up the. Tail end at three and five. Our guests are five and three.
3: Nice. Guests are five All right, so Ali had a, Yeah, yeah. I think I think they're well what we had the Cowboys person on here. Uh I forget her name, Sarah or no. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um That's
3: true. and so obviously she's gonna pick her team and then I think we've had a couple of like, you know, good picks for us, uh just from the guest point. But yeah, I'll go first. Um I've been having a hard time about this one, to be honest. I think this is truly a toss-up. Um, I think I'm going to roll with us continuing to falter um, late in games. Um, close game, 28-27.
0: Uh, oh. Chargers. Oh, All right, all right.
1: Wayne's Dave. calling for a scoring fest.
0: Oh. I hope it's a score fest. I'm going to be out there. I, I want it to be just touchdown, touchdown. Josh, if you're
3: out there, I actually hope it's like a three to two game. <laughs> just
1: defense, <laughs> defense, defense.
3: Hey, I'd, <laughs> I'd put up with a defensive
1: game, but if I was going to take over the team or if I was the Wolves getting ready to hire new people, I'd say I want a coach that demands the team scores 35 points minimum each game. Period. Boom. Done. You're going to win more games than not doing it that way. I suspect, I think like Ryan, this is going to be a very close game. Both teams play to their competition. Uh, it looks like you could run on the Chargers, which means, of course, we'll probably light it up in the passing game, or at least attempt to. Because uh, last week we could pass, and of course we ran. Um I I still can't pick the I can't pick the Vikings the Chargers are only favored by like two at their home field which tells you that Vegas thinks the Vikings are a little bit of a better team I'm going close some decent scoring during the game say maybe 23 21 no make it 24 21 and Chargers just to no.
3: sacrifice myself. <laughs> no, you're doing it cuz you want to catch back up to me. That's the thing. Yeah, I forgot your exactly. store. Right? Uh, what did you say for a score? I said 28 27. The the uh the total money or not the money, the uh the over under right now for the game is at 52 and a half. My 28 is at 55. So, Dave, you're I think you're a little under that. I'm a little over that. So, um, what do you got, Matt?
0: Are you ready for this?
3: Yes. <laughs> well, we all know you're going to pick I him think. to win, so let's see it.
0: Hey, you don't know that. You don't know that. <laughs> you yes, haven't picked going- him yet. <laughs> Here's why. I'm going out there, and Flip is going out there. Well, Flip's already out there. Eric Thompson's going out there. Luke Braun will be out there. Tons of other fans will be out there. The last time I saw Flip, we pulled out a win over Seattle. So that has to be some good vibes there. Justin Jefferson still pissed off that Justin Herbert won Rookie of the Year. I don't care what anybody says. He may That's act true. like he isn't. He is. This defense, the Chargers defense, is ready for Dalvin Cook to just trample all over him.
1: And he has some close. frustrations to get
0: out. <laughs> well, better there than elsewhere. Uh huh. Yeah. Jesus, so he...
3: oh my lord, Matt. <laughs> but I... <laughs> and there
1: probably will be more Vikings fans there than Chargers fans. Um, yeah, which yeah, will I'll be you know a when good thing.
0: That.
1: And I want I all you guys more... to take a picture together, and then a bunch of you to jump on on the post game.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll try to do both. I don't know if I'll be coherent enough to do the last part, but. Um, Only well,
1: charged like $2,200 per beer, so you can't drink that much.
0: can drink before the game, though. 34-17 <laughs> is what I'm going with. Vikings win. It's not close. Uh, wow. And then we, then we come home to face the Green Bay Packers, which I might have blown that a little bit. I, I had uh, I had tried to get Doogie on for next week, and I right. think he he might commit. But I also might get a Packer expert as well. So maybe we'll join them so we, together. We'll I see. We Can have four. Um, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can do that. So um, that's all I got for tonight. Uh, we you did have us it winning in. by
3: seventeen points. It's a blowout
1: hey,
0: like Seattle.
3: So, that is the biggest homer shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Hey, it could happen.
1: This team hey, has know, I love, talent.
3: I, I, I love you're the optimistic one here because I don't want to force myself to be. And I like that you are being that for us. And this isn't fake. To anyone who's listening or watching this, Matt's not being fake. When we get together for drinks and whatnot off, off <laughs> um, offline here, he's very optimistic, like the most optimistic of all of us. Yeah. Um, and and I, I need that in my life because I don't like being realistic. I like living in this fantasy land. I just can't do it this year. I, it's hurt me too much. Not, so I just can't it. It's not do it fun
0: anymore. to think. It's not fun to think it's not going to be a victory. But right. You, you just
3: and I've
1: every,
0: And that. every
3: week I'm sitting here. Every week I sit here and I'm watching the game and I'm like, I'm lo- I, I I got it wrong. I finally got it wrong. I can start believing again until the second half rolls around and Kirk. Goes into a shell, I, I, you know, and then I'm like, oh, that's why I picked them to lose.
0: Okay, <laughs> you know, I think after after so many years of watching this team, I mean, Dave, hell, you know even more, Mary, is, you as well, you just have to laugh at it at some point, mm-hmm. right? You just you have to laugh at yourself, and I know what we are absolutely, a hundred percent. And uh, are we going to win this week? Yes, we will. That's because that's what I I want to happen. But if we lose on Sunday. I'm still gonna have a good time and my life still keeps moving on. So we're gonna right. win
1: and start the roll.
0: Let's do They'll it. Win
1: this week, next week, and get going on to like a six or seven game win streak.
3: Well, hey, my wife and I, I uh, first Packers game we're ever going to live, uh this Packers game this oh. year. So um, hopefully that's some good juju. We're gonna have a we have a wedding the night before. We're gonna stay in a hotel. We're gonna, you know, we're we're gonna probably get a little rowdy the night before, rowdy the morning of, and hopefully we can um, really cheer on the the, you know, because I, even though I'm realistic, I don't think I could ever goodness. pick up a Packers to beat us. I don't think the Packers can beat us. Hey, we've always given them a hard us. time. I don't think I can. Uh, I don't. I mean, unless they completely uh, fall flat on their face this weekend. I don't think I can pick the backers to beat us. I don't have it in my heart to do that. So,
0: Well, you have a whole week to think on it. And, Miles, if you're and still Joseph, on, And, Joseph, you're
3: right, Joseph. Sorry. Uh, you're right, Joseph. I do have Saturdays to enjoy. Boomer!
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> Miles, if you're listening, we have a wedding to crash, I guess, with Ryan and his wife. Um, with that being said, <laughs> it was a fun show. We got everything in that I wanted to. Unfortunately... Ali's internet could not keep up with us tonight. So we will have to get him back on the show. Um, uh, but he did provide some, some great, great takes and some great content. So, um, if you are on Twitter, you can follow him out there. Um, I don't know his, his username offhand, but, uh, it is um, at, we'll probably be in the show notes.
1: Siddiqui 15.
0: Okay. Thank you. Perfect. So if you're listening, go follow him. He's a great dude. Um, we don't have a show tomorrow night, but Dave is back here on Saturday, Yep. Um, two old bloggers. And then Sunday, CTP final score, uh, Dave will be producing. Hopefully, Jason will be back. And at least Martel or Flip or both um, will join from SoFi Stadium out in Los Angeles, California, Moments after a Vikings victory. Should be a good signal.
1: They supposedly have 5G there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out, man. But with that being said, everybody, thank you. And we will see you next week at 8 p.m. Skull Vikes.
1: Skull! Thank you for watching or listening. As always, if you like, subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications. And if you're listening to the podcast... Please rate us on your favorite aggregator. Skull, everybody!